to Yo Win Some, Yo Lose Some. Yo Win Some. Branding. Uh, I am your co-host, Connor Robertson. And I am the other co-host, Zachary Brennan Dawkins. Oh, we putting out middle names. Today is the day. Today is the day. Today do be the day. Zach- do you wonder why today is the day? I have a feeling, and I want to let you know why. Why? So, I think our audience, uh, they're in for a surprise, because this episode will be a special one a unique one if you will a a very special a very unique a one of a kind if you will mhm uh friends of the pod will remember that back in november almost 2 months ago there was a bet between a Zach and bet. I a gentleman's agreement and long story short, uh, there was a a case of natural light beer. Long story short, there was a winner and a loser. Yes. And who was who was who? I bought Zach a thirty rack, if you will, of natural light beer. I think that means that you were the loser. And I was the winner. Those are bold terms, and I don't really like to define things by terms such as those. But I do, and you were the loser, and I was the winner. So, because of this, there was a case of beverage in our house that Zach and I decided that we will share the contents of. 15 and 15. Yes. For a total of a... 30... Rack. Yes. As the kids say. As if you know what a third... Yeah. You know, you know. So we decided to consume such drink in that quantity. We are Splitting it 50-50. Yes. So it's 15-15. And at this point, we are both at least, I would say, eight or nine in. Yes. Uh, Which we will be finishing throughout the course of this podcast. And that is the surprise we alluded to uh, last episode. You're welcome. So... Congratulations. Welcome to the slightly different vibe. The drunk edition, if you will. Sure. That edition. What do you got, what else would you call it? I am currently hunting for a job and don't need that label on me. The slightly inebriated version of you the, win some, you lose some. The different minded episode of Yo Win Some, Yo Lose Some. The slightly different vibes of You Win Some. Yo Lose Some. Thank you. So, that's just a little taste of what you can expect today. Uh, you might hear, hear some uh, glurgles. Some clinks. Uh, while we continue podcasting. Some some cracks. A little, little information of what that might be. Uh, if you're familiar, there was a movie that came out a while ago. God, it might be like mid, what? mid to late 2000s, known as... 15 years, give or take? God, maybe. Give or take. Called Beer Fest. And in that movie... Who are the stars? Oh, God, don't even ask me. Fair enough. Those, they used a specific <laughs> vessel to which they carried their beverages... 
from cup to mouth. Um, and that now, beverage... hold on, time out, time out, time out. Okay. If you are not familiar with beer fest, but you happen to live in Boise, this, this vessel will also be familiar to you. If you have ever... Frequented? Group drank... Yeah, the there is a local establishment known as Prost in downtown Boise that also serves such a drinking vessel. Uh, if but you have drank there with a group of like what, probably four three. or more, three, three or, or more, more. Yeah. three or more, mm-hmm. you will know. It's also the name of a popular type of shoe. Yes, a boot, if you will. Uh, but in the show... You said the word. I did. I wasn't going to say it. We're but. teasing it to the audience. It's now it's time for the grand reveal. They, they, they drink their beverages from a vessel known as Doss Boot. It is a 96-ounce boot made of glass, hollowed out, uh, to hold said beverages. I am the proud owner of such boot, which... Actually, I don't know if you can buy them in the 96-ounce form anymore. I've, uh... I've, I'm sure it would take a good amount of searching. I've seen them in the 24-ounce, but I've owned this boot for almost five years and have used it less than four times, so... I'm sure that if I really, really looked for it, I could find a 96-ounce boot. But it would take a good amount of searching. I mean, maybe you have your... Like eBay's you have your, you and stuff have like your 24 that. Ounce. You have even maybe a maybe a 48 ounce. I've seen a 48 ounce before, but a 96 ounce is something special. It's elusive. Anyway, to the to the core of the story, that is what I am currently using as such drinking vessel. So you might hear um, a blur blur blurb in the background, and that's because there is a pocket that forms in the toe of the boot of air. And when it gets rested back to its normal position, the air kind of blurbs back up through the beverage. I, on the other hand, am drinking out of a roughly 12-ounce can. Mm-hmm. So far, I have consumed roughly, I want to say 11? Potentially. This is my 12th. 13. Yeah, no, this is my 12th one. Mm-hmm. So, um... While you drink out of your luscious glass boot, mm-hmm. I will sip out of a can, like a like a heathen. I wouldn't go as far as to no. Nope. To, okay. Don't call, Don't try and defend my heathenness. Those who drink out of cans are heathens. We have so many pint glasses. You could just grab one of those. That requires me standing up, walking to the kitchen, and grabbing one. Fair enough. And right now we are we are recording. Okay. Our fans deserve my undivided attention. If you, I feel like you had to have heard that. That is Connor. That is the sound the of man, the, boots. the myth, the legend himself. Yeah, you'll drinking out of a gosh darn boot. You'll recognize that sound every time I go and stop to take a drink. But Zach's a lot more quiet about it. Just assume that when the other person is talking, the other one is drinking. Mm-hmm. So if Connor is speaking for like 10 seconds or more, assume that I am guzzling my beer. And if Connor is guzzling his beer, 
assume that I am speaking for more than 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I watched him bring, reach for his drink right now because he wasn't sure how long I would talk for. Now there's that shitty little grin. It's a, it's, a, it's a dangerous game of when the other starts talking of how exactly long they're going to talk. So, Zach, you, In you, short, it's you win some, you, you lose, lose some. some. It's a risky game because we can't have those tink, awkward pauses of uh, one person talking, the other one not, and then both not talking as we go to take a sip of our Yeah, no, see, beverages. here's the thing. At some point, one of us will be talking, and while the other person talks, just just kind of assume that the other person will be drinking. As you can tell, hopefully, Connor just finished. I did his big sip, as the kids say. Big sip. A big sip. But I think that's enough preamble of what this episode's. Uh, this episode's gonna be drunk. Uh, mm, let's not use such harsh vocabulary. This this episode is gonna be unique. Inebriated. Unique. I'm currently looking for. A, I'm currently looking for a job, and I do not need that on the resume. Let's be real. By the time that you find a job, they will not be looking at our podcast. You don't know. That is fair. Listen. I have a lot if more you to are lose. listening to this, and you are a potential employer, Connor, one, a great employee, Thank two, you. he will show up pretty much on time every day, and three, he is a hard worker, he's dedicated, and he is looking out for the best outcome for your business. Zach, I think you just made my reference list. I would say that I am a great reference writer. I have been writing references since I was roughly 17, 16, honestly. Wow. That is almost six years ago. Speaking of being 16, six years ago. Yes. Today, I was at the lovely establishment known as Broadway on the Rocks. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, it is a... Wonderful bar. It is a... Exclu- not exclusive. It is an interesting place at the flagship store of Albertsons, the popular grocery store that started in Boise Avenue... Uh, Boise Pied- City. Note. If you were not from the Pacific Northwest, you probably wouldn't know what Albertsons is. But it is a slightly more expensive, slightly nicer Walmart. I would say. Uh, it's not as big as a Walmart. It's a grocery chain. No, it's very... It's smaller than a Walmart, but, like, the quality of products that they have, just above Walmart. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, it's a little bit nicer products for a lot more than you should be paying for them. I used to yes. work for Albertsons back when I was in high school. But long story short, it is a popular grocery chain. Yes. In the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. So I was there today. And one of, so if it was founded in Boise, mm-hmm. I, I think. It was. Okay. Long story short, there is a very nice Albertsons that includes a bar pretty yes. close to our house. The flagship stores, both the regular Albertsons grocery and the Albertsons marketplace grocery, 
uh, have their own bars. Yes, and they are honestly probably one of the best bars in Boise. They're for not casual drinking. They're not bad. They're pretty, I think, reasonably priced. They're a little on the spendy side unless you hit happy hour. True. I only ever go to dinner. Happy, happy hour is from four to seven. It's a great time. And today, roughly, I don't know what time is it. Nine, eleven. It's almost eleven o'clock. Hey, eleven thirty. So roughly seven hours ago, I was at Broadway on the Rocks, which is the bar that the local operations has. Yes, Broadway on the Rocks because it is on Broadway Avenue. Yep, and it's, most drinks are on the Rocks. Yep. So today I went there with a few friends of mine. As you can hear, Connor drinking. I'll tell my story. But today I went there. First of all, this is really important. I had a very very cute waitress. Um, I did not leave my number. I, I regret that now. But, probably 10 out of 10, very cute waitress. Oh. Very, very cute. This is, this is off the topic. I forgot what the topic was. You were talking about your experience on Broadway on the Rocks. Overall, very good. Um, affordable drinks. Fun time. Great atmosphere. Plus, you can grocery shop after you drink. Which, really, what else do you need in life? Fair enough. Exactly. So, um, today, I went to the friends of mine. We got some drinks. We had a good time. Afterwards, I went shopping. I don't know where I was going with the story. Was there a reference that I should remember? No. And that's okay. Long story short, Broadway on the Rocks. Great local bar. If you're in Boise, give it a try. Message our social media at YWSYLS underscore podcast and say you want to grab drinks with us and we might be down to do so. So if you were a listener... And you thought, hmm, they just definitely said at YWLS, YLS underscore podcast. You might be thinking, hmm, where would we reach them at? Oh. And the answer is Instagram and Twitter. Come say hi. Come say hello. Come say, hey, you know what? I really freaking hate Broadway and the Rocks. Oh. And if you do hate that, I'll accept that. You'll be wrong, but I will. I'll accept your opinion. Hmm. But anyway, that's enough preamble. Let's uh, let's get into it. Get um, into it. Get into this podcast. Zach. The podcast. Yeah. First and foremost, we always open up with a state of the pod. The state of the pod is good. Uh, listeners are consistent. We have about 30 to 50 some odd listeners that listen every week. I don't think we mentioned this live podcast last podcast. Wow. I'm sorry, mom, if you hear this, but I am fairly drunk. But we have reached over 500 listens. We kind of flexed that last episode. Did we? We did. Because I do not remember. Mm Mm-hmm. Either way, once again, 
we have grossed over 500 listens. That means that however many people, however many times, have listened to us speak at least 500 times over the course of 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Before this, this one is episode 13. Do you know what today is? It's not a Friday, but it's close enough, so we're going to call it Friday. The uh, Saturday? Shh. It is Saturday the 16th. It is Saturday the 16th, but in case anyone is listening on a Friday, as far as you know, this could be Friday. It's Friday the 13th episode. Friday the 13th episode, and we are currently being hacked to death by Jason and Freddy. Oh. Oh, And I'll make the rules. It is what it is. Oh, no. Sorry, Jason. Sorry, Freddy. It is what it is. Anyway. Uh, This episode, State of the Pod is good. State of the Pod. Uh, We're doing well. mm -hmm. We're almost famous. Not quite. We are still working towards that blue check mark. Uh, Zach and I have not heard anything from Instagram and Twitter about perpetuating the blue check mark. They haven't said yes. But they haven't said no. But they haven't said no. We haven't applied in a while. But, you know. That's not important. That is not the, that is not the important part of this. The important part is that they haven't said no. And that's what we're after. We are... As far as all of the listeners know, we are just right there. We are ever closer. So tell your friends about this podcast. Make sure you all listen to this podcast. Not even your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies? They might like it. You never know. Tell your family. Tell the world. Tell your distant cousins. Side note. This is a fun little story. Oh. So probably, I would say at least three months ago... I went on a date with a girl. Congratulations. I'm I'm sure most of the listeners think that, wow, wow, Zach isn't gay. And the answer is no. I am not gay. Mom, if you're listening, I know it's been a confusing 20, 22 years, but I do not like boys. But anyway, I'm on this date. Um, I matched with this girl on a dating application probably a year and a half ago. We, we went, we talked for a while. She's from the Boise area, we'll say. We went on a date. It was a great date. We had fun. We still talk to this day. But recently I learned that she is of the Potawatomi tribe, which as recent listeners might uh, any listener might know. I am also of the Potawatomi tribe. Which means that this girl, who I went on a date with, had a pretty, pretty decent connection with, might be my cousin. Oh. And unfortunately, we live in Idaho. Which, unlike Alabama, frowns upon cousin relations. So, cute girl, I know you're out there. You're listening, because hopefully we'll never be a, an item. Because A, you're my cousin. And B, it's not Alabama. Hey, your cousin, maybe. We can only hope. 
We're not gonna hope. Hope not. Hope not. There we go. There we go. Because she may not be my cousin. The part of my tribe is large. Mm-hmm. There is a chance that we are not at all related, but just happen to be two of the, I'm going to estimate, 20 people living in Idaho who are part of the Potawatomi tribe. I see. Well, Zach, we kind of talked about this in the outro of last episode, but, and we kind of said, oh, we'll wait for this episode. We talked about how we just existed in North Idaho, and then in January, what, 5th, 6th, one of those days, uh, domestic terrorists stormed the United States Capitol building? Oh, yes, that was a, um... That was an event. So last week, I think we, like, very, very... In the outro, we mentioned that it happened. It got mentioned that, wow, somebody attacked the Capitol. Not somebody. It was about 8,000... Yes. No, thank you for uh, clarifying. ...domestic terrorists. Let me... Let me clarify that most of these... We'll call them terrorists for now. They are terrorists. They are terrorists. Let's let's be real about this Let's right call now. them by their names. They're terrorists. These terrorists were, for the majority, I would say, middle-aged white men. White people. Let's not limit it to just men, because... No, the majority... The majority, I would say, is what was white men. The group was filled with a variety of different people, including white men, white women. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty much it. There were some outliers, but for the most part, yeah, that's the main demographic of this group of domestic terrorists. I would I would like to say that neither Connor and I agree with what those terrorists did. God, no. I would also like to mention that they carried a Confederate flag into the Capitol, which is the first time that flag has reached the Capitol. Ever. Since, ever, but especially since Civil War. It was the... In that Civil War, no Confederate flag actually reached the Capitol. It was the first time that the Capitol building has been under the control of an invading force since the War of 1812 when the British firebombed Washington, D.C. Also, in the, in the spirit of that British invasion, British invasion. I would like to say that... Well, old Cockney accent. Fuck the British. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen, we are an American podcast... I'm sure every nation in the world, except for Britain, will agree with this, but uh, fuck the British. Interesting. Uh, I don't want to alienate such audiences with such harsh rhetoric, so <laughs> uh, English people of the world, welcome to You Win Some, You Lose Some. The uh, opinions of one half of the podcast do not represent the entirety of such podcasts. But they do represent... At least 50%, which... Not 50% for long, because I want to bring in a special guest. We've had him before. Uh, it's political correspondent and friend of the pod, Caleb Smith. We alluded to the fact that he might answer the call. 
Um, We've and had several hints over the last week to him personally. If he listened he to in, the pod, then he should know. know that we're going to call him and ask him his opinion. So I'm going to try my best to call him, put him on speaker, and let him join our conversations. If he doesn't answer, we know that he is a fake fan. And he doesn't listen to our podcast. And that he doesn't care about A, politics, or B, our podcast. Oh, well, let's see what he's got to say. I hope this isn't too loud for the audience, because this is just my phone on speaker. You know, at this point, it is what it is. You know? That's what makes us happy. Hello? Is this Caleb Smith? Friend of the pod. The only, the friend of the pod, our... (laughs) Uh, political sport correspondent in front of the pod, Caleb Smith. That is he. What's up, guys? What's hello. Hello. Wh- hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. What is up, Caleb? Oh, not much. Just editing one of my podcasts. <sighs> I would like to say that, one, I'm proud of you for having your own podcast. Exactly. And two, I have not been on this podcast yet, so I am slightly less proud yeah, I feel like it's important to mention that you've been on our podcast now twice, but yet, how many times have we been on your... I, I guess I was on yours during mm. the election. That is questionable at best. Okay. But anyway, Caleb... Um, Long story short, you are now part of our podcast again. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. We are back. both at least nine beers into this. I am at 14. At, at least nine... Fair I you. zero beers in. So Mistake. Little, that is your own fault. I'm, um, I'm missing out. So, but Caleb. The topic of the day. We are talking about the domestic terrorist attack on the United States Capitol on January 6th. Uh, we kind of briefly mentioned the fact that it's homegrown domestic terrorism and it's mostly white people. Do you want to kind of maybe talk a little bit from your perspective, being our political correspondent, on what impacts this has had both on a uh, kind of a localized scale, then and a national scale, and a national scale, and then potentially a global scale? And as the former ASBSU president, we really value your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zach. And sorry you haven't been on my podcast yet. Me and Trell are working with our legal team right now. We'll reach out to you when we get there, okay? Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Just let me know. <laughs> we appreciate it. I do appreciate the thought. Well, okay. So first, let's talk about national level. I feel like this one has been replayed in the news since it's happened, which is a good thing because of how serious this has been. Um, Connor, you're right. This was domestic terrorism. This was an insurgency against our government brought on by none other than our president right now, uh, Trump. Side note. Hold on. I'm sorry. So since this has happened, there has been an impeachment trial brought up against our president. He has been charged by the House. And I personally agree with the charges brought. What are your thoughts on these charges? Uh, I mean, it's it's well deserved at the very least <laughs> I, for Trump 
Anyways, uh, this is the second time in history a president has ever been impeached, and... Uh, it's the fourth time in history. The first time he's been impeached twice. Oh, my bad. That's what I meant. Impeached I, twice. We, 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 we you, figured. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for you. Um, but yeah, no. I, I mean, President Trump and his rally beforehand got these people very wound up and ready to go, and he's been making comments about... We got to stop the steal. We got to take back our democracy. If you don't do anything, you're weak. You got to stand up so we can save this place. And, you know, these supporters of his have taken this very seriously. And they went and they literally committed treason against <laughs> against our country. Um, tried to find the ballot boxes, literally chanting, hang Mike Pence, or kill Nancy Pelosi, and the impeachment charges make sense because the person that incited all of this from the beginning was always Trump. It was always Trump. Hmm. Zach, you look like you have a question. I have had my hand raised for a few minutes now. This is a question for our political correspondent, Kayla Smith. <laughs> Thanks. Do you think that Trump caused the situation is currently happening. Uh, the the Capitol riots, or yes, I mean just overall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think he's always at every chance that he has had, he's always incited violence of some kind. Remember when the Black Lives Matter protests were happening last summer? I do one, remember that. One of those yes, very actively. one of those tweets. Yeah, one of those tweets that he sent was, when the looting starts, the, starts, the shooting starts. Do you... Not that I... I'm taking a very, like, middle person stance right now. Do that. So, <laughs> this is... I want the audience to know that I do lean liberal. But... So, when they, when they broke into the White House... Do you think that counts as looting? Because technically they didn't really steal anything, did they? Well, some people did. Some people stole stuff off... Uh, like, that one person stole um, the Speaker of the House uh, podium. That is fair. Okay. Stole so besides that one person, do you believe that that they deserve to be shot? They deserve to be what? Did you say shot? Shot at and or shot. I mean, as per President Trump's yeah, uh, no, request he, per his tweet. He did say, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Oh. So, <laughs> if that one person started looting, should the shooting should have started in that moment? Well, well, I think what the frustration is, is that these people were able to so easily take over the Capitol building, and there was no police presence. It was just such a stark difference between the police presence and what they were doing to protesters for Black Lives Matter compared to what was happening here. That is fair. I I really do believe that if this would have been a Black Lives Matter movement, there would have been easily hundreds of deaths. Yes. Well, here's the thing is if it was a Black Lives Matter protest, there would be lots of police and they would have gotten nowhere near the Capitol. That is fair. I think the police activity near the Capitol when this terrorist activity occurred 
was very minimal. They definitely did not do what they could have, and I think that there were probably maybe maybe three or four policemen that actually performed their duties while they were under this attack. I mean, there was, in the Capitol Police, there was some valiant people who tried to protect the Capitol building, but, like, the National Guard wasn't called until an hour or two into the takeover of the Capitol when they were already inside. It was just a failure of leadership all the way to the top. And the top, in this case, is Donald Trump. I would also like to state that this may be a controversial opinion, but... Of the officers who were who were there for this attack, many of them were people of color, or at least people who stood up to the attack. Sorry, can you say that one more time? You kind of cut out there. Sorry, no. I think that like of the people who stood up to these terrorists, the majority of them were people of color, which I think sends a powerful message across the country. Yeah, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, no, this is just a chaotic, a chaotic, <laughs> almost takeover of democracy, and it's still like I understand what happened, but I'm still like, did that really happen? It oh, almost seems fake because of how it 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 just seems fake. There is no explanation for it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, the more I read about it, the scarier I like it gets and the more horrified I feel. There were pipe bombs, there was homemade napalm, uh, weapons. They literally broke into the Capitol. Yeah, I mean, there was clear intent to kill uh, representatives of the United States. And... Mm-hmm. I think we've belittled that in the just like, oh, no, they've attacked. And seeing the guys... They attacked to kill. Oh, there was intent to harm, 100%. And, you know, I I think it's important to bring up the fact that, like, there are those guys with the Blue Lives Matter flag, the black and white United States flag with the thin blue line on it, tied around their necks like a cape. There were Uh, Olympian medalists. There there was a U.S. Olympian there as well. But those Blue Lives Matter flag guys uh, crushing cops uh, in a door. Uh, <laughs> it's a very powerful message. I, I, more cops died during this riot than uh, the entirety of the Black Lives Matter protests of all summer. Even though this happened in 2021, I do want to say that that as a whole summarizes 2020. I mean, if we want to be real, that's more of a December 37th, 2020 event not a not a january 2021 event i don't honestly believe that we have hit 2021 yet we don't want to start 2021 with that event hey 2021 starts on january 20th there's too many 2020 vibes going on right now january 20th joe biden's inauguration that is 2021 i can support that Uh uh-huh if you (laughs) do not support that and you're listening to this podcast message us tell us why yeah, we're not I mean, against for conversations. We're not against those hard conversations. We are here for those the the hard ones, the hard conversations that may not agree with us. If you disagree with us, let us know. We are a podcast of hot takes. We will talk to you 
whether it is on Twitter or Instagram. I think that at this point, our opinion overall is known. But we do <laughs> accept and will tolerate and talk to people of different opinions. Challenge us. We want to. We, we want discourse. We're curious. That's what's going to help most is discourse. I went to a class that said that you don't learn anything until you step outside your comfort zone. And as yep. I'm going to say as a whole, as liberals, our comfort zone is the liberal, I won't say agenda, but like the idea of liberals as a whole. So if you're a conservative, listen to this, let us know. We won't like get mad at you. We won't be upset. We are just curious about your opinions. Yeah, we want to hear them, and we want to have a discourse, and we want to get to understand why you think you're right, and other such what-have-yous. It's wrong. I mean, yeah, but I mean, if one person's wrong, one person's right. So. Alright, any last words, political correspondent in front of the pod, Kale Smith? Ooh, any last words? You know, it's been kind of a tough couple of weeks to start out 2021, but I think at the end of the day, we have some something, some hope to look forward to in the coming days and weeks. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me on. Uh, friend of the pod and political correspondent, Kale Smith, uh, thank you so much. If you guys like hearing uh, political correspondent in front of the pod, Kale Smith, uh, where where can these audience listen to you? They can listen to me on uh, our own podcast, uh, me and my co-host Terrell, uh, called Dangerously Likely, where we talk about people, politics, and culture. Uh, this has been a subject recently. Our last episode was called Complete and Utter Chaos, where we broke down what happened at the Capitol last week. Uh, found anywhere you get your podcasts, Dangerously Likely. I will say, personally, I am a weekly listener, and I find it very excellent to listen to, very interesting. It uh, gives an idea of different perspectives of current political things going on, and it's an excellent thing to listen to while I'm at work. Well, thank you. I'm glad we got you as a listener. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to chime in. Hey, as a listener, I really do enjoy the podcast. But B. Thanks, Zach. As a as a podcast co-host, I will say that your Killsmith, your co-host, is an active. I won't say enemy, but not a fan of my my outfit that I am wearing. Ah uh, yes. And ah uh, yes. Caleb Smith, if you understand the outfit that I am wearing, which I'm sure you will. Yeah. I think we can both question the fact that your co-host is not a fan. That is A, incorrect and B, just, just wrong. Uh, for context of what Zach is wearing, <laughs> uh, it, it's important. Uh, y- y- check out Zach's Instagram page. Um, my Instagram page is at C A C underscore D O C K I N S. Uh, Zach Z A C underscore Dawkins on Instagram. 
I would like to correct myself. Okay. It is Z A C period D O C K I N S. Zach period Dawkins uh, on Instagram and um, see what outfit will... he's wearing. It's beautiful and I'm it jealous is, I don't own one. It is the only the only post that I have tagged Kill Smith in. It is a wonderful post. The only first post. It, Wow. It is the only, and sadly, the only post that I've tagged Kayla Smith in. That it's a sad. wonderful post. Well, Zach and Connor, what if what if the audience viewers you have don't have Instagram? You know, I will I will post it to my Facebook if that's what this takes. <laughs> All we can say is the outfit Zach is wearing is pure style. And that's it. it is also something that Caleb Smith and our roommate Ryan Kerr also both have worn. But our own, not the same. No, no, separate out, like separate, <laughs> separate pieces, same outfit. I just want to say that while they were shopping for these, I was in a different section of the store, and they bought the last three, so I got left out. But I'm not bitter about it. I'm just extremely jealous. It's not personal. It just you weren't at there at the exact moment it happened. I was doing my own thing, and that was the first mistake. Yeah, but you got some awesome shoes, man. I did. I'm excited to walk around in them. But Caleb, well, we still have you. Real quick, give us a win of the week and a loss of the week, just for the theme of this oh, podcast. Oh my gosh, you'll win some, you'll lose some. Am I right? That's just how it goes. What's that? It is the right. It is how it goes. Yes. <laughs> I've had a pretty, mostly exciting week, actually. Oh. Started the new semester, uh, my second semester of my MBA program, grad school. And I also started a job at the university this week, so pretty stoked about that. Congratulations. But What's this job have, you speak of? The, I'm a graduate student coordinator and annual giving in the advancement department. Interesting. Yeah, no, it should be pretty fun. Um, so I've kind of started to like kind of train and get up to speed there. So those are probably my wins, like pretty exciting stuff. Um, however, since everything's remote, I've had a lot of classes and meetings that have been over Zoom. And the first three days of the week were like six to eight hours of Zoom straight. And Zoom fatigue is so real. So that's, even though they were good days, the tiredness afterwards was uh, probably the loss. Oh, I, I get that. I was fortunate enough that my last semester, I only had a couple of classes over Zoom, but not having that separation of I'm at my house, it's time to be comfortable versus I am now in a meeting, I have to like talk to people and look presentable. Uh, it the the burnout is way too real. It's real, yeah. No, I was just. It was like it, it was good. Like these meetings were good, and it was a good week. But at the end of the day, I was just so tired that I like didn't have the energy to even get myself organized. So now here I am on the weekend doing the organizing instead of having fun. You know. I mean that's the classic college program, right? The, you oh, work so during the week, and then you do all your homework and other accessories that you need to succeed 
on the weekend. Yeah. But. Totally true. Well, again, check out Caleb at uh, at Dangerously Likely. That's his podcast's name. And hear more about his interesting conversations uh, over there. Any last words, Caleb? No, I think that's it. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Hi. appreciate it. Thank you, Caleb. And we appreciate you being a listener enough to realize that we were going to call you. (laughs) Well, the text you sent 30 minutes ago sure helped. Shh. Don't tell the audience about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. All right. Thanks, Caleb. Thanks, Caleb. Appreciate it. See you later. Bye. So that was our a uh, PC, as they say. That was a that was a good section. I I really enjoyed the conversations we had there. No, that but was definitely worth it. I think Zach. I think it's important to get to our wins and losses. Our wins and losses. You're correct. I th- I think this is our podcast. It's not, let's talk about us. So I think that you should go first. I should go first. I think you should. Do you want me I to give me my week's wins I think or you my week's go losses loss first? Okay. So, my biggest loss of the week is getting used to my new schedule. I am currently working at my old job. And by old job, you mean? Uh, parking enforcement as parking a part. Parking I'm not what? a student anymore, so it's now a new position. No, I am no, a no, 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 part-time no, 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 seasonal. No, 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 no. You are still a parking. I am a part-time seasonal parking. You are a part-time Shh. parking. Shh. Part-time seasonal working uh, parking enforcement bitch. Parking bitch. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I want you all to know that as I was trying to explain this position, Connor put his finger on my face. It was the only way to, to get try you to try and silence me. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so I'm working in my current job for 30 hours a week. So, you know, not quite full time, but enough to where I can get an income to pay the bills where I look for my, quote, big boy job. And the biggest loss with this is I don't feel like I graduated yet. I am on campus four days a week. I uh, am working at my, you know, again at that same job. And I don't feel like there's a trans like I've transitioned out of college yet and it happens every day at like about halfway through the shift when I go on like a lunch break or something I'm sitting there and then I get this crushing anxiety of like oh my god what do I have to get done when I get off work today what things what assignments what homework but then I have to keep telling myself I don't have that right I don't have anything I gotta do, you know? Like, all I gotta do is, like, um, like, update my resume and, like, look for jobs. But I still have that crushing, crippling, um, anxiety, panic attack every day at work. And I think just the 17 years of schooling, just, it's not gonna go away easily, and I don't know at what point it will go away. So that's definitely my biggest loss, is that just not going away. Fair. 
Zach, what about you? What would you say your uh, loss this week is? My biggest loss from this week? Honestly? Starting school. Um, I mean, you are a you are a recent college graduate. Yeah, I am. So you don't understand the pain. That's true. That I'm currently going through as a full-time college But also a full-time employee. <laughs> I think I can sympathize with that a little bit. No, I think, honestly, yeah, you can. That is fair. But also, wow, I want to die. <clears throat> I love my job. My job is fun. School, less fun. I am an a, I am a full-time student, as I once said. There are a handful of classes that I am required to be in. And wow... If I could be, like, a 10th year college student, I would be. Because I want, like, one credit per semester. But here I am taking, like, 15 a semester. I want you all to know, if you listen to this podcast, that, first of all, I am taking an extra semester because, one, I am a dumb. I'm a dumb bitch. And You're a dumb person. Don't belittle yourself like that. No, one, I am a dumb bitch. Fair enough. Bitch is not meant in any derogatory term. It is just who I, it is who I am. And two, I'm lazy. I literally dropped a class today because I was like, well, I missed one assignment. That's it. And so I will take that class either summer or fall. But let me tell you, it ain't spring semester. So my loss as a whole is basically being a college student. Uh-huh. And that's all I can say. Hey, you're almost done, though. Almost? Almost done. I still have at least three semesters of work. Three semesters? I mean, fall, or spring, summer, and fall. Okay, so you'll be done hopefully by December 2021. 2021 is the goal. Um, if I end up taking a... Would that be a six semester? Yeah. I'm cleaning myself. A full... Not a six semester. Uh, it would technically be a tenth semester? Yeah, no. If I take a tenth semester, that's it for me. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, family. But that's it. That is the end of my life. Hey. I am decapitating myself as a form of honor. I am committing the ancient act of seppuku. Ah. Yes. Uh, the You are going to enact the ancient samurai rite of, sa- of self-sacrifice to me. Yep. To maintain honor in the face if of defeat. I take any more than seven semesters, that is... No, sorry. Nine semesters, that is it. Fair enough. You know, that is what it is. I, I do feel bad about it, but not that bad. Buddy. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long did it take you... For you to graduate. Four and a half years. So I take more than four and a half years. You would just take five. 
which nope, is fine. No, 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 no. Five is fine. Mm-hmm. Five, perfectly average at this point in our, our, in, in millennial history, I think five years is probably the average. Yeah, four and a half, five. But I am so close that if I don't graduate in four and a half, I'm going to drive home to North Idaho, take the sword that I bought in Montana off my wall, and insert it into my navel, and just drag upwards until I am no longer a living person. I think it's important to tell the audience that I will prevent this from happening, so don't worry about it. But I think we need to get off losses. <laughs> okay. I think that at this point, it's been sad enough that we should move into our wins. We are To tre- brighten the podcast just a little bit. We are stretching into some therapy stuff that I we are not qualified to talk about. My therapist knows all of this, and she is also disappointed. So I, I, I'm pretty sure therapists are legally allowed not to be. Uh, it, it is illegal for them to be disappointed in you. But anyway, uh, let's get on to some wins. Zach, tell me about some wins you've whoa, had. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You put your loss first, you will also put your win first. Fair enough. So, Connor, what is your win? My win this week would definitely have to be coming home and not having to deal with schoolwork. Which is kind of counter. You. That is definitely a middle finger to your loss, but no, I I come home, I it is I I get off work at like five o'clock. I I'm tired because I spent you know seven of my seven and a half hours just walking around campus. I'm tired. I sit down on the couch. I can watch TV, I can play video games a little little bit, kind of relax. And that's, you know, what I do. I relax a little bit, get a little bit of what I got to get done, do a little job searching. Um, and, you know, coming home and not having that, like, crippling, oh my god, I got to get this done tonight. No. Is an experience I haven't had in years. Like, at least since, like, high school. Because, you know, I never had anything to do in high school. Um, I was the kid that always just, like, got their homework done in class. Or, like, the you know, got home really quick. Did it in measly amount of time. Fair. Kind of deal. So, you know, just that idea of, like, come home and then just, like, okay, now it's me time. Tell it's time to go to bed. And it's nice. It's been nice. So I definitely have to say that is my win, is I can come home and just relax. Enjoy yourself. I don't know if enjoy myself, but more of just relax. Take some me time. But Zach, give me your win this week. So my win. Oh. I want to state that, one, I am still a college student. So this podcast is now run by A, a graduate, and two, a college student. That is true. But my loss for the week is just still having school. Uh, I started school on Monday. I'm already tired of it. I started with 15 credits on Monday. 
I've already dropped a class. I'm now at 12 credits. I do not enjoy school. Although this semester, I do have some interesting classes. I'm in a few marketing classes and a psychology class. So, overall, this semester will be interesting, but the one class that I did drop was English, and I was just not about it. So, uh, I think my loss for the week is dropping a class within the first week. We're on wins, Zach. Are we going to wins? Yeah, you already told us your loss. Shoot. My win for the week, A, is actually for the classes that I, that I kept. I enjoy them. I'm in a consumer, a, I am in a consumer behavior class. There you go. And a different marketing class. A marketing internship. And a interesting psychology class. What psych class? Abnormal behavior. Oh. Which is like, hey, are you fucked up in the head? Wow. You should take this class type of class. I see. And so, as a person who is pretty messed up in the head. Hey, you're beautiful. I Physically, I am perfection. But mentally, not quite there. But the class is very interesting. Because A, it tells me, wow, I could be way worse. But B, it tells me, hmm, this might be what you have psychologically. So, overall, I'm enjoying the semester. And I think that that is my wit. For the week. But as they say, you win some. You lose some. And now we're gonna take a sick ass pause. Pause. Goodbye. 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 Look, we remembered. Special thanks to all of our super fans. You know who you are. Kevin. John. Maddie. Maddie. My mother. All of our parents, for the most part. Family and friends. That includes Ryan Kerr's mom. I apologize. To all of our super friends about this episode. <laughs> we were very, very drunk. Mm-hmm. Did you finish your 15th beer throughout the I course did. of this episode? Congratulations. It is gone. Mm-hmm. We are both at the very minimum at the very end. 15 beers in. Indeed. Which means that A, we're drunk. I, I think it's more important to say that we no longer have such clutter in our house. That means that A, I am drunk, Connor's a bitch, and what? two, there is less garbage in our house. I hold my 
in my beverages excellently. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, you included, especially you, you especially very special, especially you. you, you very special listener. You know who you are. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wouldn't exist without you. We probably would, but it wouldn't be as fun. Yeah, it, it, it's fun going on and looking at the analytics and seeing the amount of people that listen to our podcast. That's fair. We're Makes me make happy. this podcast no matter what. But the fact that we have at least one solid listener, it keeps us going. So if you are that one, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You are the reason we're here. Thank you. We appreciate it, and we love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, special thanks to Jason Flexing for the music, as always. Uh, couldn't be here without you. Uh, special thanks to Oppenheimer Bush. <laughs> For providing the brand Natural Light. That's an Oppenheimer Special Bush, right? Special thanks to Natural Light as a whole. True. For uh, providing us with beverages in quantity of 30 that we can split evenly in half. Uh, that is all, I think. Is that it? Special thanks to all the moms. Mm-hmm. Moms, thank you. We wouldn't be here without you. Literally, because... Because that's how birth works. Um, that is a next episode topic? No. That's, uh, it is what it is. Alright. Uh, I think that's all we have to say. So, uh, let us begin the goodbyes. And until next week, this is Yahwinsum Hillusum. Okay, bye. See you later, losers. Jerking each other up like a couple of bros. You win some, you lose some, that's just how it goes. Ah, ah, ah.